Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. I love that intro. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I am your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. We're on today with a good friend of mine, Hallie Avolio. You guys, you are so in for a treat. I'm going to read you her intro. Then we're going to bring her onto our stage. We're going to have an amazing conversation. Get your notebook out. If you're driving, you're definitely going to want to rewatch and re-listen to this one. It's going to be amazing. Okay, you guys. Hallie is the founder and the president, pretty cool, of Healthy Sassy, Sassy Healthy Fit. She's like, Lauren, you're messing up my intro. I got it. After 20 years in B2B sales, both in the corporate and the small business markets, Hallie realized that her real passion is to motivate and inspire, which she does so well, other humans to live their best lives and show up as their most authentic selves. You see why I wanted to have her on? Through programs like her Morning Motivation Minute and I Am Limitless Women's Circle and her monthly jam sessions for success, Hallie empowers you to live your best life. Hallie's tech teachings encompass core values, neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, mindfulness, affirmations, gratitude, self-love and self-care to create simple, sustainable and fun daily rituals. Oh my goodness. Let's bring her on. Are you guys ready? Let's give a warm welcome and round of applause to Hallie. Welcome to our stage. Oh my gosh, Lauren, I'm like blushing. You know, it's so funny, like hearing back your bio, it's always like, Oh my gosh, is she talking about me? Is she talking about me? What's happening here? It's so cool. So thank you I love for it. having me on and doing this. This is great. I love it. And I love the name of the podcast, Become Your Best. It couldn't be a more perfect match for the work that I do. Exactly. I was reading practically the our intro to our podcast in your bio, <laughs> Become Your Best, Helping Individuals. So I do know a little bit about you and your story and all the cool things you're doing. Let's tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Sure. So professionally, you know, I started right out of college. I got my degree in communication studies from UCLA. And two weeks after I graduated college, I got right into the sales world. So I started working for a Fortune 100 company in Los Angeles. I was, you know, ready to like take on corporate America. I remember in college, I worked part time at, well, it was Kinko's then, but now it's FedEx office. And I did that part time for most of my college career. And I remember somebody asked me once, you know, what do you want to do when you graduate? And I said, I want to be a CEO. And they said, okay, why? And I said, I don't really know what that means, but I want to sit in that corner office. So I had big dreams. I knew that I had greatness within me. I have always been a leader. I wanted to be in that, you know, what I perceived to be that power position. And so, you know, right after college graduation, I started with this Fortune 100 company. I started learning how to do B2B sales, which was a fantastic training ground. I've always been really strong in my social emotional Obviously, with a degree in communication studies, you know, I've been a good communicator. So sales seemed like a natural fit. And I really did enjoy um, a lot of the work that I did in that corporate space, mostly because I was learning, but also because, you know, I was working with other 20 somethings and, you know, we would 
work hard and then we do happy hour and all that stuff. And after a while, you know, I started climbing the ladder and I got a promotion to management. I qualified for president's clubs. I made the board of directors, which was like a top national honors recognition for sales. And it was all really cool. I was making a ton of money. Like everything felt like that part of it was good, but I wasn't really satisfied with the actual work that I was doing in the day to day. And it felt like a grind. It felt super stressful. I was starting to have different health issues that were coming up, you know, headaches, neck pain, back pain just mostly due to stress. And after a while, I realized, you know, I need a change. I need to make a shift. And at that point, my husband, who we'd been married a few years at that point, we had talked about having wanting to have kids soon. And so we wanted to get out of LA and we thought, you know what, let's move. Let's go somewhere where it's a little bit quieter. So we landed on Santa Barbara, which is where he's from, just a little north of LA, but it's a much more quiet community. He decided to start his own business. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to find another opportunity. So I went to another corporate situation and that wasn't so great. I didn't really love it. I went back to my original job. It was, it was this whole kind of corporate bureaucracy that I was entangled with for a long time. But the reason I share all this is because I was never really satisfied. So then after a couple of years of being married, my husband and I decided let's have kids. So when our first son was born, I had this massive epiphany where I thought, you know, what if I stay at home? Like, what if I, I switch, I've had this big CEO dream, but what if I switch and I'm like, I'm going to be a stay at home mom. So then the stay at home mom life seemed really appealing. And my husband said, well, this is great. Why don't you come help me with sales in my business? My mom can help watch the kids kid at the time. And you know, we'll figure this out. And I thought, okay, this is cool. So I mostly was a stay at home mom. But then I realized after a couple of years of that, like that wasn't really me either. But at that point, I was very, you know, entrenched in this lifestyle. I was now, you know, a mom of two and I was helping my husband with his business and I didn't know how I could get out of it. And I knew that, you know, we had these little kids and I had to figure out how to, you know, take care of them and what makes sense. And do I want to go back into corporate? What do I want to do? So, you know, I basically felt like, okay, I got to just stick with this. And so I did. And so fast forward a few years later, I have three kids now. And it was about 10 years of being in that situation where I just continuously, I love being a mom. I love my children. I felt honored slash obligated, a little bit of both, to help my husband with his business. But I didn't know how to get out of it. And so the more I got deeper into this life, the more I felt really stuck and angry and resentful and frustrated. And I took out that anger and frustration on the people that I loved the most, myself, my husband, my children. And it was, it was not a good situation. So finally it got to kind of a breaking point for myself where my health had really begun to suffer. I had gained a bunch of weight. I was probably in adrenal fatigue. I was experiencing crazy hormonal shifts. And I was just feeling pretty stuck and awful about my life. I felt like I was stuck in that movie Groundhog Day, where it's like, you hope to wake up and it'll be a new day and something different will happen, but that's not the case. And I just didn't know what to do about it, but I finally get to this, you know, for me, a bottom spot. And I thought, you know what? I need to make a decision. I need to decide to either, you know, do something about my life or just be miserable. And I think, fortunately, I decided to do something about it. And I started off with taking care of my health because in my mind, it was about the physical manifestation of what had come out of this negative feelings and frustration and anger. But what it came down to was really 
diving deep dive on my personal development and my mindset. I really had to start looking at who am I? What do I want? What is my purpose? And those are three questions that I continue to ask myself. And everybody that I teach and that I guide and that I work with, I ask them to ask those questions of themselves as well. So who am I? What do I want? And what is my purpose? Because when you don't know that, you feel stuck and you can't truly become your best. And that was the kind of the missing piece for me for all those years of being in corporate and then moving into working with my husband and his business and helping the kids was I never asked myself those questions. I didn't allow myself the opportunity to understand who I really am and what my core values are. And because of that, I was mad. You know, it was not a good it was not a good place to be in. So I feel fortunate that I did walk that path because I felt that pain. And now I feel so inspired and motivated to empower other people to ask themselves these questions and really do the work so that they can become their best every single day. I love that. I love the history and the journey of it because it there's something everyone can relate to. And why do we want to, why do you want to be the CEO? Like, I don't know. It just seems cool. I want a corner office. I mean, doesn't everybody? It'll bring me that fulfillment. I can relate to having this goal, this tangible identity and title in work and then reaching it and going, oh no, this is not what I wanted. I thought this would bring me fulfillment. But as you shared, if we're not actually fulfilled inside, it doesn't really matter what's going on on the outside. It's never going to be enough. Right. I remember working so hard to get that promotion to become a manager. I thought once I had started in this sales career, I thought, you know, gosh, being a sales manager is going to be the best. It's going to be the best job. It's going to be glamorous. Can I just tell you it was the worst? I mean, I spent like 20% of my time. I had to interview people that were all coming in that were just, it was like interview after interview after interview of people that had no idea who they are, what they wanted, what their purpose was. It was depressing and it was mundane. So that was one piece of it. I had to, I loved the development of the people. That part was really fun, but I had to deal with all this like back end paperwork and kind of red tape sort of stuff that had nothing to do with developing my people, which was the part that I loved about, you know, why I wanted to be a manager so bad was because I wanted to do this, this teaching, guiding, developing. I didn't want to be doing all this back end paperwork. That's no fun. That was not like lighting my fire. And it's so funny because I had this, I had just put it on such a pedestal when I got there. I'm like, this is what I wanted. I don't think so. I love that. I also wanted to do training and development. That's what I was going to do. I went to college. Then I thought, I'm going to do training and development. I don't know how you get there. And long way around, you know, both of us, but 20 years later into our right. careers, now we're like, we're doing training and development with individuals and corporations and people. Awesome. And we, we found what we love. And I don't think we, either of us regret the journey it took to get here. Yeah, Talk correct. to me about the work you're doing now. I've been able to participate in a lot of what you're doing and I love it. So talk to me if you're, if we have some listeners and maybe they're feeling how you did before stuff, yeah. but how do I get out of it? How do I move? Where do you start? Oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack there. So a little bit about the work I do. People often ask me, are you a coach? And I'm going to say, no, I'm not a coach because the reason that I say that is because I look at myself as a guide. I look at myself as a teacher, a guide, a resource, a mentor, whatever word like in that space resonates. But that is really how I see myself. I see myself in a position where I bring people together 
in communities, in small groups. I allow them to learn from each other. I facilitate conversations. I guide them and lead them to really ask those questions and then to be willing and vulnerable enough to answer them and share in a group setting. And that is something that truly lights me up and makes me feel feels that that lights my fire for sure. Um, you know, where can somebody start? It always starts with a choice. And that's, that's my my best advice to everyone listening is you have to make a choice, right? And often to make the choice to live your best life, and to create a life you truly love, you have to be in enough discomfort or pain where you currently are to be willing to do the work to make the change. And that was my situation, right? So for a long time, it was never hard enough. It was never enough pain. It was never, it was never forcing me into that, ooh, you better start reevaluating because I could keep coasting. So when you finally get to that point where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to reevaluate. I have to recalibrate. I have to figure this out. That's where I come in and I help with the guidance. And it does start with mindset. I mean, there's so much work that can be done by reprogramming your stories. You know, we talk a lot about, and I'm not a therapist, so I just want to make that disclaimer, but I talk a lot with my clients and my students about what is what was your experience like as a child, right? And, and sometimes this idea of inner child work gets kind of poo-pooed and like, ah, inner child work. But you know what? There's a lot of development that happens between, you know, ages one and 10, a lot of your development and a lot of the foundations for who you are as a human, right? So if you ignore that path, and if you ignore that upbringing, then you can't really understand what got you to the place you're at currently, whatever age you're at. So it starts there, it starts with choice, it starts with being willing to go inward, and look at your past, and also to decide how am I going to move forward? You know, what do I want to happen right now? And then establishing goals and rituals that support your goals and alignment with your core values. Because it, one of my favorite personal development books and one that I started with is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I highly recommend this to everyone. It's a very simple read. You can get through it quickly. But the essence of The Compound Effect is small, consistent actions over time equal radical results. So small, consistent actions over time equal radical results. And when it comes to becoming your best and living your best life, that's exactly where it is. So you have to choose and then you have to understand who you are. And then you have to start taking those small, consistent actions that are aligned with your core values and know that it is a long game. I mean, I intend to be on this journey until it's over, right? I continue to grow and learn and I love it. And that's where you fall in love with the process. I love that. Absolutely. I love the book and the work that Darren Hardy does as well. I love this idea too, of starting somewhere and then remembering that it does literally compound just like, you know, my husband's a math teacher. So just like compounding interest, it works the same way on the personal development side. If we do something, I also like the idea of, let's say I have a habit of drinking coffee and I want to pair the habit with a new habit. Yes. That one's great too. Talk to me about some other rituals, habits, and things that our listeners can take from you. Yes. Well, and I'm such a bookworm. So I want to give a shout out to Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you read that one? Yes. That's yes. where we got the idea. The from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I talk about, so I'll add on to, you know, Atomic Habits and the compound effect is I talk about implementing actions and rituals that are simple, sustainable, and fun. 
And the reason being, I'll, I'll go through each of them. So simple, right? You have to keep them simple. Otherwise, you're not going to stick to them. Sustainable because you want to have that consistent action and fun. And this is the piece that I think gets left out the most often. We have to have more fun in life. I mean, here's the deal. Just because we are grownups and adulting, right? You hear this a lot. I have to be adulting today. What does that even mean? In my opinion, being an adult is awesome because you have free reign to choose and make decisions how you want to live your life every day. So I, I talk about having fun all the time and simple things like have a dance party with yourself. So I have a little reminder that goes off on my phone when I turn it on. It's not on right now, but um, it says dance party. And I'll just put on one song from any one of my playlists. And yeah, have a little dance party. Like that's super fun. It shifts your energy in a very positive way, right? If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling lethargic, if you're feeling lonely, and right now, so many of us are feeling those things after we've been through this crazy year and this pandemic and all the things going on. So infuse more fun into your day. What can you do to align with yourself, but also to remember that we can embrace that side of ourselves just like we did when we were a, a kid. I love that. I'm all about a dance party, shifting the mood, having a playlist that we could go to yes. that develops something. I know you and I are big on stacking our days. So starting in the morning strong and also winding down strong. Talk to me about habits and rituals around that. Yeah. So I love, 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 love my morning routine. That's my favorite. And it's a non-negotiable for me. So I just want to give the, the preface to this that just because you say you want to have a morning routine does not mean that you have to get up at 5 a.m. I choose to do that because it works for me, but you have to work with routines that work with your lifestyle. So there's no right way or wrong way. You just have to, to establish what works for you that you can be consistent with. But I love starting my morning early because it's quiet in my house. I have three kids. You know, I want to be do I want to be in this zone before anybody else is awake. Well, my husband's awake, but he he lets me do my thing. So I like to meditate, I journal, I read usually a business book or a personal development book or a spirituality book. Um, I, I think I said journaling and I have a pretty extensive journal practice, which I just created a video on my YouTube channel. So if anyone wants to check that out, it's called journal like a boss and it's at my sassy, healthy fit YouTube channel. You can find that one. Um, and then I usually do some sort of movement. So either weights, I take a walk, I do stretching, I do something. Sometimes I even have a dance party first thing in the morning. And I always have coffee too, because I'm a super coffee, super coffee fan. Um, so that's my morning routine. And at night, you know, my nighttime routine, it's not as, as structured probably as my morning routine. But some of the things that I like to do at night, I love to do stretching. I love to listen to quiet music. Sometimes I'll pick up a book and read. Um, we usually have family time. So we often read as a family or we'll maybe watch a family-based show together, but something where we all come together and you know reconnect as a family unit at the end of the day. The other piece that I don't want to leave out is that love is so important to the work that I do and to everything that I am about and that I stand for. And I often talk about leading with love, you know, and, and how do you lead with love for yourself? for your family, for your friends, for your coworkers, for whomever is in your life. How do you lead with love? Lead by example, show love for yourself. And by creating rituals and routines that support you, that give you back time, that allow you to prioritize yourself and not always be doing for others, that's showing yourself massive self-love. And it's, it's critical, I believe, to our wellness and our personal development. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. Starting with compassion, self-love, then you can give to yourself and then you're able to show up for others. Just like you talked about on your journey to being here and living your best life and then being able to create that for others. Hallie, how can people find you? And I hear you have a freebie for our listeners too. Tell me all about it. Yeah. So um, you can certainly find me on at my website, which Lauren just put up sassyhealthy.fit. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at Sassy Healthy Fit. I just want to make a quick mention. You talked about this in the beginning. I do a program called the Morning Motivation Minute, and it's available on all social platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, not YouTube, I'm sorry, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And it's a one minute motivational video every single day. I also have a program that I offer for corporations who want to implement the Morning Motivation Minute for their employees. So if that's something that you think would benefit you personally or within your organization, please let me know and reach out. I, I've gotten so much positive feedback on it. And, you know, having that one minute of inspiration, motivation, and an action step you can take to get your day started off in the in the best way possible is, is such a powerful action. So I want to recommend that. And then my free gift is that I have a deck of affirmation cards that I created called Which Sassy. I love. AF affirmations. I know I love them. Um, And I know you love them too. So I have a digital version, which is a free deck for you. And I know Lauren dropped the, um, the link in the show notes and here on the screen. So hopefully you can grab that special link as a rise up for you listener. Um, If it's okay, Lauren, I'd love to pull a card for you right now, just to see what the energy Um, is for and for this audience listening. I would love that Hallie. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So while I'm shuffling the deck, you know, affirmations are one of the cornerstones of the work that I do, because if you're talking about rewriting your story, reprogramming your brain, neuro-linguistic programming, affirmations are one of the easiest and best ways to start doing this. Affirmations are in the first person. They often start with the words, I am, and let's see what your affirmation is. Okay. Tell me when to pick one. I just shuffled them up. Okay. Pick one now. Okay. Well, this, you're going to like this one for sure. I have unlimited abundance. Yes. So that's for you, Lauren. And for everyone listening, I have unlimited abundance. And just, you know, with an affirmation. So now that we've picked this card, okay, what do I do with it? What do I do with I have unlimited abundance? Say it, write it on a post-it, put it in your journal, take two to three minutes to just Imagine, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to have unlimited abundance? Is it wealth? Is it love? Is it health? Is it energy? Is it time? What is it that, what does abundance mean to you? And just allow yourself to dream about it, to vision it and to embrace it. And this affirmation becomes what your brain believes. I love it. I love it. I have unlimited abundance. Let's say it together. I have have unlimited unlimited abundance. abundance. And for those of you that are listening to get Hallie's freebie, simply go to MailChimp slash sassyhealthy.fit slash rise up for you. I'll say it again in case you're not watching us live. MailChimp slash sassyhealthy.fit slash rise up for you. Of course, if you're listening on our podcast platforms, you can always view the live version where we have our video on our Facebook channel, Rise Up For You. Oh, Hallie, one last question for you. We always love to ask all of our guests, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? Oh, I love that question. 
rise up for you means really standing in your authentic power. It means saying, I am enough and I am worthy. And I choose to love myself enough that I am going to do the work, show up every day and make sure that I am supporting myself to be my very best. I love that. Oh, I wish we had five more hours. I this know. is so fantastic. We'll have to do it again. Thank Please. you. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a treat. And if anyone would like to connect further, I'd be more than happy to connect. I love it. Oh my goodness. Wasn't she amazing doing some affirmations, really honoring ourselves. Absolutely incredible. Well, I'm your host, Lauren Sweeney on the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. And we at Rise Up For You, thank you for listening and for tuning in. And we want to let you know that we have a new course. It's a live mastermind for executives and entrepreneurs on public speaking. Whether you're looking to perfect your skills in a virtual environment or in person, both will be covered. Myself and our founder, Natalina, will be teaching this live interactive course. You don't want to miss it. Lauren, how do I find out more? I know. You want to know. All you do is text public speaking, two words, to 949 416-0671. That's 949-416-0671. Text public speaking for all the details. Thank you for joining us today. Have an amazing rest of your Friday and we'll see